Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Futures are steady as we're coming off uh, three days up for the Dow and the S&P. Markets juggling a miss and a guide lower on Home Depot's comps. Along with these reports, the White House is mulling a payroll tax cut. Europe is mixed. Uh, yields resuming their decline today. Ten-year, 155. Our roadmap begins with a pause in all the volatility. Got some calmer waves over futures this morning. Plus, we got a bit of a check on the U.S. consumer this morning. We'll break down earnings from Home Depot, Kohl's, and T. And breaking up is hard to do. The chairman of the FTC weighing in on how to separate Facebook. The Dow and the S&P in the midst of a three-session win streak, moving closer to erasing all of their losses from Wednesday's big sell-off. But with stocks set for a modest open, does this signal a pause in the volatility? Jim, what do you think about that question? Geez, I, I, I think that that's probably wrong. I, I don't see a pause because at what point today did we start hearing about Jackson Hole? and what Powell's going to say and what the president's going to charge. I mean, we're still dealing with a kind of a rosy hangover from the weekend talk shows where people are really buying into what Larry Kudlow said. And it's interesting, but Home Depot's comments are very much like what Larry Kudlow said, which is that things are a little better than people realize, and there is no recession. Business is pretty good. So uh, I, I feel like when I hear those things, what it makes me think of is that the hawks on the Fed are going to be gunning for no more rate cuts, which obviously is not what this market wants. But there's, there's, there are hawks on there who are going to say, are we kidding ourselves? Home Depot was saying, one of the largest retailers in the country, is saying things are great and we have to cut uh, versus the president who's putting through a, perhaps a payroll tax cut, which is something you do when you have a real slowdown yeah. looking, for, looking for opportunities. So you think the Home Depot miss on comps and the guide down on comps is great? Yes, because I met with Carol Tomei not that long ago. She's the outgoing CFO. And what did she warn about? Weather. And she warned about maybe tariffs, but particularly lumber deflation. So if you had made some, some calls or talked with the company, and this was not regulation, you know, FD, it wasn't violated. She went on air to say it. Then you'd realize that exactly what uh, hurt the numbers was what she said would hurt the numbers which is tremendous labor, uh, you know, lumber deflation. So when you have something that is actually told by the company and then the headline writers or the headline algorithms or the computers, the artificial intelligence computers, say that that's a miss, how can they not have included the asterisk that Carol Tomei, who's one of the greatest CFOs, said would be a problem? And that's why you know, people should recognize, why is the stock up? And the answer is that the CFO, outgoing CFO, said over and over again, lumber deflation, lumber deflation. And that, that by the way, is very bullish for the... Home builders, because people forget how high lumber was and how much it cost the Toll Brothers and Lennar. In the meantime, affordability of housing goes down. I mean, it goes up, you know, because of rates. Affordability of housing is terrific. Yes. So we have a situation where some of the hacks, I mean, some of the hawks, not hacks. I don't know why I said hacks. 
Freud, paging Dr. Reserve. Freud. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mean to say hacks on the Federal Reserve. I meant some of the hawks on Correct. the Federal Reserve are going to say, listen, you know, Home Depot says that maybe even we should raise numbers. I want to distinguish. What did I, who did I say? Hawks. Right. Not hacks. Not hacks. Um, you know, you mentioned some of the technical drivers as well, though. And it, it's interesting because uh, J.P. Morgan this morning in, in one of their notes comments on the market volatility. But more specific to their interest rate research team, uh, they say more than half of the recent move in rates and the inversion of the yield curve was caused by technical drivers. Convexity hedging of mortgages, bank portfolios, variable annuities, and poor liquidity conditions. And so less than half of the move can be explained by fundamentals, such as growth, inflation, and monetary policy outlook. We do have to keep an eye open for those kinds of moves that have the effect of accentuating the larger moves in the market, which we all then attribute fundamental reasons for. And oftentimes, it's not all fundamentals. You're so right. I mean, I was doing some convexity work, which is trying to figure out. You were doing convexity work? Was that on your house or on your floor? House? Yeah, doing convexity work in the house. House? Yeah. How's this? How's this? Got it. See, I've got a housing business. I know you do. And convexity is a, an issue. It's like when do you know this pay down in mortgages? And people don't realize pay down in mortgages is very aggressive. Yes. Look at, look at the rate, and it's, we've never seen that before. So we don't. We we tend not to see these behind the scene reasons why you might get what you did in the yield curve. I, who did that piece? Uh, Marco. Marco, Marco Cola. Yeah. Yes. Cola. He's got a PhD, by the way. So. Oh, well, I got one of those. Well, and, Give and those away. Like JPM's larger point is that because so much of the selling has been technically driven, they argue, right. they are step. They plan to step back in in September. It's a wow. big part of their, their, their tactical strategy right well, now. How about the Morgan Stanley guy who just hates it? Was he been? Wilson? Yeah. No, no. He's Mr. still Mr. looking Mr. for Wilson? still looking for 2700 yeah, okay. Yes. Dennis, to which, which, so which price trade do you prefer? Uh, I, look, I, I was listening to Pompeo, the Secretary Pompeo, this morning. Uh, if the Chinese are in as much weakened position as he is, it says they are, then you've you got to take the long side. Uh, I do think that if you're going to get a payroll tax cut at the same time as you have a cut in rates. Do we really believe that's a possibility? They said it. Okay, but do we actually think it could happen? Got any intelligence you can share that uh, to add to the Post, uh, Washington Post, and the Times today? No, I. You know, there's very closed lips on this one. Hmm. Closed lips on this one, but I do think that there's some good news out there. I, I look. I, I am such a creature of the of the of of watch, which is of course Walmart, Amazon, Target, Costco, and Home Depot. We now have Walmart, Amazon. And Home Depot, wah, saying amazing things. So I, I think you look. There is this gold. There's not, and that's not Goldilocks because there's no, uh, there's no chair that's broken. I mean, you're, you're dealing with the possibility of a rate of a payroll tax cut, which has historically been really great for the economy. Well, I man, some people well, say it's historically been saved because people know it's not forever. Right. True, but. I just think that things are pretty good in the economy. But, and right to now. your point, it usually comes when it's like, whoa, we got a tidal wave coming, we got to run. Yeah, you have like minus 2% GDP. Yeah. Uh, but remember, we do have this situation where the president's brow, president's calling the Fed chief clueless. Larry Kudlow is saying things are incredibly good. At the same time, we need this payroll tax cut. We're kind of in this on steroids market, and we need, we need black, black zero. Black Zero is not an HBO show. It happens to be the emergency plan to have stimulus in Germany. Oh, 
Really? They have yeah, a name for that. Black Zero. You know, like Zero Dark Thirty? Yeah. It's Black Zero. You get Black Zero and you get the hot the ha- the hawks on the Fed to be quiet, and then you have uh, a browbeaten uh, Fed chief think- thinking that we need cuts. You've got Larry Kudlow saying optimism. Now, it's very hard to fight that tape. You're fighting everything. You're fighting the Fed. You're fighting the president. You're fighting Kudlow. You're fighting the Chinese. Well, all, you're all you're betting Black on Zero. is Cisco Guidance, Macy's, Deer, AMAT, Industrial Production, and you, Michigan, at a seven-year, seven-month low. Macy's is done. So let's take that off the table. It's what? Done. Done? What does that mean? Well, I mean, you're not going to get a turn there. It's in the mall. What do you think the 9% yield was? You you know, it's funny. There was a time when you were supportive. Well, because I was wrong. And you're no longer (laughs) supportive. It's kind of like in the the movie Witness when when, uh, she says, I thought you said we'd be safe in Philadelphia. Our support says I was wrong. (laughs) I was wrong. Right. Uh, Yes. I was wrong. I mean, I admit it. Look, I, I thought that the mall and the strategy and the Herald Square, which is beautiful, I could was misinformed. I said was Humphrey Bogart about the. I was still advised. I don't think Look, you. The mall just, is so horrible. I, I, I don't think you were counting on sales to tourists going down nine from uh, down three the prior quarter. No, I know, but see, there was this line in the conference call about about women's women these ready to wear the, the women's fashion. They got it wrong. And I found myself thinking, do you think it matters whether Amazon got woman's fashion wrong? How do you compete against a company that it doesn't matter if women, they got women's fashion? They can't. They can't get anything wrong. Plus, when you listen to Jensen Wong on the NVIDIA call, it's all artificial intelligence. I mean, they know. Do you know, that, do you know what the machines can do now? Let's say I told, David says something really, at, he says something that's really mean to me. He's been known to do that. And he does the arms thing. And he says, get out of town. Currently, computers would say, I got to go, I guess, across the river. The new artificial intelligence inference chips that, that Jensen Wong has at NVIDIA, they would interpret that maybe you were um, skeptical. They, they would. They yes. would actually pick that up. Yes, that human would. emotion. It is absolutely. There might be some skepticism on my part. David. I look go, askance at you. David, go jump in a lake. Well, you know, they computers currently would have you go somewhere in New Jersey at Lake Hopatka. Right. The new Jensen chips say, no. I am questioning his judgment. That's a big, that it's is incredible. actually a big advance. No, it's unbelievable. They are getting closer I, and closer to exceeding no, human there. intelligence. That, they're there. They're that ray tracing, there, but, where, no. you look, where you could actually be a simulation and no one would know. That, 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 why does NVIDIA go up ever since that quarter? Why does it continue to go up? Because of it, it's called inference. They have the ability, the computers now with Jensen's chips have the ability to infer. That's incredible. So what do they say about Macy's, those chips? They're inferring that they got the wrong merchandise and people don't want to go to the mall. Now it's right. done. I mean, look, so, I'm looking. I'm so speaking about Macy's generically. 9.4% dividend yield. Don't I'm touch it. I'm speaking about Macy's generically. Did you listen to J.C. Penny call? I did not. Well, you're, you're blessed. Because in the comp school, they said that we now have national brands. Well, what do you think the, the millennials are rebelling against? National brands. Uh, didn't stop the uh, chair of JCP from uh, buying a million of the shares at 59 cents yeah. last well, week. 59 cents. I mean, there's not many things that are. Coal sells some national brands, don't they? Well, that's they're not doing well on that. What I think they're doing well, and that's why Coles is, has started up too and has been going back down. What they're doing well is they got Amazon in the back. You can return things there. And they got Planet Fitness. Do you know what they do on Tuesdays at Planet Fitness? 
What do they do on Tuesdays? Yeah. No, what? Pizza night to try to make people feel a little less. You know, you're going to Equinox, and it's like, wow, I'm fat and weak. I'm like, geez, I got to get out of here. I am pathetic. You want to play the fitness like I'm svelte and tough. Yeah. I mean, we've talked a long time about Cole's efforts to drive traffic, but comp still missed. Down 2-9, looking for 2-5 down. My Chapel Trust uh, owns it. The stock was down Five after Macy's. Now remember, there's strip mall, which is better. By the Again, way, I want to like Ma- I mean, Macy's is a metaphor. The stock okay? had looked up uh, as much as four well, or five percent in the free market. Big yeah. short squeeze, and they'll come back down. The shorts are pushing. I'm using Macy's metaphorically. J C Penny. Now Steve Steve Tanger talks about, and I want to go right to David. J C Penny and Macy's together Steve doesn't Ten- help yeah. Macy's, but go well, ahead. Yeah, sorry, Sephora is doing okay. Steve Tanger says David that the real weakness is not necessarily the brick and mortar, the J C Penny. It's heavily indebted companies that came out of the leverage buyouts, like a Michael Sears. That that's what they say is the real weakness. Kept alive by years of low rates. Yes. People say Sears would have been gone years earlier. That should have exited the stage a long time ago. Yes. What do you think about that? I think there's there's some truth to it. Now, why does Macy's not get credit for paying down all that and I think the answer there is Estee Lauder, as Fabrizio Fred is saying, is that the amount of money you needed to invest in online is incredible. I mean, you know, look, when you go over what Target did, I mean, Brian Cornell, does, I see, you know, does not have the kind of money that Walmart or Amazon does. But you know what? They still managed to put a huge amount of money onto online. And that's what you have to do. And Macy's has to spend more yeah, Well, look, Journal did a piece yesterday about triple B-rated companies deleveraging. And when you do that... Your expansion plans, your CapEx, your investment collapses, I know. right? Do you think Bed Bath could pull it off? They did have a, they did have a billion in the bank, that stock. Have you seen Bed Bath? Yes. I mean, it's barely worth discussing anymore. Its market cap is so low. Wow. That's what I feel about the 59 cents. You know what's interesting about that JCPenney buy? It is hard to find things at Dollar Tree for 59 cents. So maybe what he's doing is looking for real bargain, Right. Do you know that Dollar Tree now has things that are for more than a dollar, which is certainly better than that JCPenney stock price? They, they had like minus nine comp. It's like, hey, we're really starting. Things are starting things to look are up. looking better. Yeah. They're looking better. Yeah. Where's Lampert lately? I have not How heard about Saratage? from uh, Mr. Lampert. Saratage. What about Saratage? It's yeah. a company. Saratage. I know. I'm not. I'm I thought not. it was a bed. Saratage. Sleep better on a Saratage. Maybe, maybe it will be. When we come back, we'll get Kramer's Matt Dash. He's got a lot to choose from today as we get closer to the opening bell. Take a look at the market. We'll uh, get you this upgrade of Beyond Meat, the amount of money Apple is spending on shows, uh, some layoffs at U.S. Steel. We're back in just a moment. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.
Welcome back. Uh, we've got a mad dash, so we get you ready for the opening bell about 13 minutes from now. We've been talking a lot about retail this morning, given yeah. the earnings from uh, Home Depot and Kohl's. TJX is one name we didn't get to, no. which we talk about a lot, in part because there's one right across the street from the New York Yes, Stock and exchange. it's a good one, but you know, sometimes I find myself fixing it. I mean, like they'll have the underwear mixed with the socks. Yeah, it's not exactly the best presentation, but people aren't there for that. They're there for, for the, the prices. And yes. the reason why the prices is because when you're your Macy's, again, I didn't mean to offend Macy's. I'm talking about the generic department store. When they say they have too much inventory and they had to sell it, which is what Macy's said on the call, it tends to be bought by this company. But a rare miss in the comps. Now, when they have missed in the comps, David, every time they miss, you had to buy it. And that's what is going to happen today. You're going to get a rare miss. Then the lapdog, anal- I mean, then the, the considered analysts will come out and recommend this stock. So wait 24 hours and then buy it. And then buy it. Yeah, because it's what always happens. So unlike ball-based retail, you think this has a brighter future. Off-price does poorly when we think for a day that the economy's better. So off-price goes down today. I mean, that's kind of the way it is. By the way, Michelle Goss which is how you pronounce G-A-S-S, the CEO, just now said some things about tariffs on Kohl's. And what you never want to hear is the word tariff when it comes to retail, except for when it says we plan for it. So anyway, when you hear tariffs, again, anything that says that the merchandise got too expensive, you buy TJX. Now, David, a lot of people like you are concerned. Is this the beginning of a head and shoulders pattern? Mm. You know what? I don't care. Not unlike uh, Marshall Sam Gerard Mm -hmm. in the future. But uh, this is a quarter that is surprising to people because TJX has been a clock set quarter, as David Berman, your friend, often talks about, is the great American retailer. Uh, home goods looks like maybe I'm a little problematic. Right, you forget home goods, of course. Have you been your, when you go to your home goods, David, have you ever yes. noticed that you go there for Thanksgiving uh, and they're all, it, it, by the end of Halloween, There's all nothing. the Thanksgiving stuff's There's gone? There. So what do you do? Where do you go? I don't. I don't go anywhere. Stay <laughs> Stay home. Don't go anywhere. Do you host Thanksgiving? Um, Sometimes. It's a holiday. Sometimes we do. We have have not gone beyond turkey yet, but there's a bunch of guys who recommend it beyond meat. No way. What? Why? Don't you like chemicals? Better living through chemistry beyond meat. Another new slurry to replace turkey. All right. We've got a lot more to come. By the way, Kyle Bass, uh, Heyman Capital, is going to join us, give us his perspective on that ongoing situation. Beyond Bass. Yeah, U.S.-China trade. Let's give you one more look at futures. We opened for trading right here at the NYC 10 minutes from now. Don't miss it. A lot more squawk in the street. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Awfully close to closing out last week's sell-off declines, but we're still down 2% for the month, and futures have been eroding really in the last half hour. Opening bell in about seven and a half minutes. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world. The opening bell in just under five minutes. Another busy Tuesday coming off of the best two-day gain for the major averages uh, since the beginning of June. Uh, gives you a sense of how squirrely August has been. In the meantime, U.S. Steel is planning temporary layoffs for hundreds of workers at a Michigan plant. The company will halt production at its facility due to lower steel prices and softening demand. U.S. Steel says the layoffs could last beyond six months and impact nearly every area of the Great Lakes facility. Just last week at a rally in Pennsylvania, the president said the steel industry was thriving. Pennsylvania Steel raised the skyscrapers that built our cities. And by the way, steel, steel was dead. Your business was dead, okay? I don't want to be overly crude. Your business was dead. And I put a little thing called a 25% tariff on all of the dump steel all over the country. And now your business is thriving. Obviously, we know what's happened to the share price of most steel producers. Yeah, the last couple of months, actually, there's been a, a turn up in price, which is good. But remember, where does steel go? It goes into auto and auto is just not strong. So it really didn't matter. You can you can put tariffs on anything. You can keep steel from being dumped. But if the actual end market isn't strong, then it really doesn't matter what the president does. You can't get autos to go up to 19 million if they're stuck at 17. So uh, U.S. Steel's doing, uh, U.S. Steel is hostage to the economy and construction turning down a little bit, according to the banks I talked to. It, it's different. It's Always just not great. Mentioning U.S. Steel has a market cap of $2.1 billion. How much? $2.1 billion. Well, what can you do? Beyond Meat is how, how much bigger than well, Beyond Well, David, I mean, Beyond Meat, you know, it's, it, it, Beyond meat is beyond. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, oh. let's not impide. It's it, it's impossible meat. The IMF force. I mean, the whole thing is. Real. David makes a good point because Beyond Meat's up in the pre-market. Got an upgrade today out of J.P. Morgan, uh, upgrading to overweight from neutral, citing potential for the company to acquire new customers. Continued strength in measured data and valuation. They also take Campbell's to, to neutral from underweight. Yeah, you can't but can't have Campbell's as a sell because the management there. They used to be from Pinnacle, doing a pretty good job. I know Dan Loeb in there agitating, but management's well, not management. agitating any longer. They got now. a good management. Yeah, now they've 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 got, they got a good management. They've... Uh, like Keurig's got a good management. Uh, Gamgord, Keurig's doing quite well. Keurig, Dr Pepper. Look, I, I get the bull case beyond meat, which is that it's the it is the new way. I mean, there's really an interesting line in that uh, recommendation that food services are going to start using Beyond Meat. So you go to your, cap, you go to your say, CNBC cafeteria, and you say, look, I don't want dead cow methane. I'd like some chemicals, please. Yeah, I want a pea substrate slurry. Yes, with some salt. With I'd like a, a box of Morton of salt. Sodium. Yeah, I'd like a box of Morton salt with my beef, please. My faux beef. No, it's like, look, the guy, they have a product that people like. And you may... You know, there, there's no accounting for taste, David. Uh, as we're talking, guys, uh, Home Depot's calls going on. Yep. Uh, lumber price deflation negatively impacted uh, comps. 
by about $340 million, fair amount. Also, um, took advantage of an attractive interest rate, raised $1.4 billion in long-term debt. Wow. I mean, and they'll buy back a lot of stock. It's What a juggernaut. I mean, you can't bet against them. Uh, one that I have to rely again on my partner, Carl, the Disney whistleblower is getting a lot of attention, David. And what am I supposed to make of that? I don't What is that even? A lot of attention? Well, the stock's down big. Is it? No. I mentioned it. No. Last no, night you said. Story. I mean, what can I have? Last night you said, I'm with Iger. Yes, I am with Iger. Now, they use the billions of dollars number. I mean, you know, they have auditors. They have uh, they have very powerful board. I think the idea that they have systematically overstated their earnings was a little, uh, you put it in the GE category, and look, GE has done, I think, what they have to do. But the idea that Disney, no, I, I, rebe- I recoil from that charge. the browbeat him into saying something that was meant to be the ultimate softball that was supposed to be hit out of the park like home run derby. No. No, you couldn't give it to me. I couldn't. I never do. Nor will I. Let's get the opening bell here. S&P at the bottom of your screen at the big board this morning. Uh, As we take a look at who's ringing the bell, it's aware... Asset management, as they celebrate the launch of their new ETF. The NASDAQ, it's European paper and packaging producer, Metza board. Guys mentioning Disney and media. A lot of news in Apple. Uh, Not only does the card go live today for U.S. consumers, uh, FT says they're going to spend $6 billion in content. Uh, that's not as much as Netflix is 15, but... That's a big number, it's though, a big if it's number. true. I, I don't know number. that it is true, but, uh, I mean, you, to go from sort of, not quite zero, but a, a low number to six, right. is an right. awfully big ramp in a very short amount of time. I, you know, it takes a while to sort of get everything moving. I, I don't know. That number I, seems awfully high. I, 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 that's a very big number. By the way... Uh, I agree with that. But do you see that Apple, you get uh, the 3% on Uber. You know, people have been saying, where is... There was a very critical review of the Apple card the other day saying, well, look, I, you know, they don't get you air miles. They don't get you big discounts. But but the fact that they're in there with um, with Uber does matter to me at 3%. I bought something using the Apple card this weekend. Uh, I got my 3% back. I felt great. You felt good about it? I felt, no, not good. I felt great about it. How do you think you get rich in this country? Three percent. That's how you yeah. get rich. Yeah, I thought it was. You start with a lot more, and then you work oh, go down. Now. Yeah, you have Mastercard, President. Mastercard is at the crux of so much right now. Whether it be whether they really have cryptocurrency, they may have the best read on the credit card. Maybe even better than Goldman. Remember, it's Goldman and, and uh, Apple Mastercard. The thing that everyone's excited about with the credit card for Apple is no cost of acquisition because you already have it. You get your wallet. What people are concerned about is, is it more than just Apple Pay? Is, will there be people who didn't use it before or will it just be in your so-called wallet? Is it a magnesium card? You know, the magnesium is the, you know. Yes. We, had a, we had a very good doc on last night for Firefest. Oh, we had, yeah, one, they did the American Greed. Yeah, they did American, American Greed on it. Yeah. But you know, will it be used? I mean, I have it here, the Apple card. You know, I've got... I, I like it, but then again, I am an Apple junkie. I admit that I'm not the right uh, candidate. I don't use credit cards. I don't use. You know, 
given what, given where uh, interest rates are versus credit card rates, do you think credit card rates are they're way too high? They're too high, right? Yeah. Do you know what the credit card rate is in Mexico right now? No. Forty-one percent. No kidding. Yeah. Well, but their their rates are at eight, right? Their right. interest rates are. Mexico's at, had you know we don't talk enough about Mexico. They've had some real trouble lately, and it is you know it is palpable uh, how. Uh, difficult the government is right now. There's a very good article today about natural gas in the Wall Street Journal. How they they have a pipe. They need natural. They're short natural gas. Mexico has got some of the biggest reserves. Mexico and Venezuela have huge reserves. And what this went from credit card rates to Mex- in, oil in one? Did I ever? I was still going to talk about. I mean, do you know why all the credit card companies are in North Dakota? Call Isn't that centers. where they are? I thought it was call centers. It's, it's usury. Because it, Carson they Wentz? Have a, every other state has usury laws. Carson Wentz? That oh. prevents you from having 16% interest rates. Usury laws? Yes. That's good. That's why. Well, there you go. Yeah. I just learned something. Keep that in mind. That's Okay. All right. How about Home Depot being the largest contributor? It's the one where the headlines came out and you, wanted to just, you just wanted to throw up. And then it turns out it's fine. And everything else is kind of down. Including NVIDIA. My dog's getting spanked. Uh, we got one deal that we should talk about this what? morning. Elenco? Elenco? Yeah. All, I'm all, all over that. Which, you know, you're all about the uh, humanization of pets. Yes, I am. It's been a key theme of yours and a good one, by the way. Thank you. I've talked a lot about Bayer. Yes, I know some people like to call it Bayer here. They call it Bayer in Germany. It's, of course, the enormous chemical company. But Monsanto wishes it hadn't. I think we can safely say that dealing with all that roundup litigation. But they had committed to certain asset sales, and this is one of them. may have happened a bit faster than people had anticipated, but it makes Elenco one of the largest uh, providers of, um, uh, in fact, the second largest animal health leader is what they're talking about right now. Deal itself is both cash and stock. Uh, They're going to finance $5.32 billion that they're going to pay to to buyer, and then they're also going to be issuing... Uh, I think it's but was it 68 million 68 million uh, shares as well. So okay. buyer will be an owner as well, significant owner of Elenco. Um, it's going to take them to five times leverage. Now they say they're going to get down really? to as little as three times, given the cash flow characteristics of the company once the deal is done uh, by 2022. But that's pretty levered it's five really times. Levered. Um, Although many investors argue you should be more levered, particularly in an environment like this. Although others would say, well, what if a recession happens? People may spend less on their pets and you'd be in some trouble. And that's historically not true. Remember, historically, it's not true. Right. They do not cut back on that's not that's like the last on the list to go. And you're getting more that that makes the Elanco balance for pet spend better. And so I like this more. It does help the company, which has been a laggard. So Wettis has been on fire. So Wettis is at the forefront of pretty much everything involving both livestock. I mean, when you talk about the terrible swine flu epidemic, they're trying to solve that in China. They don't have it, but uh, they have fantastic pet. The pet margins are extraordinary, which is why I've been recommending IDEX Labs forever. Will pets eat beyond meat? They like regular meat. Will pets eat beyond meat? Do you know what people don't talk? Bruce Linton was on this morning, walking the street. He was fired. And uh, they, the, one of the t- categories that people have really embraced, uh, ed- dog edibles. Dog edibles. Yeah, because we Animus have nothing. for your dog? We have nothing. Oh, man, my dog walks. My dog is a stoner. Is he? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. But, you know, they have arthritis. Dogs have arthritis, and there's some things for them, but nothing like edibles. You should see the way dogs get around after they have it. No THC. It's not uh, psychoactive, right? It's uh, CBD. But you said that your dog jumps up on the bed now with more ease than ever. He 
because Nvidia of the tried to jump up the other day and didn't make it. So I pulled out the CBD. Half hour later, dogs jumping right on the bed. Nvidia's got game. So you should try it. Maybe you can jump on the bed too. <laughs> David, it's not legal in my area unless you buy it from. You can't buy. Like there's some CBD that you can buy. It's. That Wouldn't you like to be able to jump high? I I, I jump high with spikes spike seltzer. <laughs> truly, truly. He probably hasn't even had truly yet. Don't get the lime. It's just horrible. You, you haven't had truly yet? I don't even know what you're talking about. He doesn't know. How about Rawclaw? He doesn't even know truly. And you are really an you're I'm an embarrassment. Claw, white Claw? You don't know White Claw? Some of the best spike seltzer there is, but I'm a truly guy. You got to hang out with millennials. <laughs> yes. Do I have to? Yes. Because otherwise, you're stuck going to, I don't know, the mall. Mm. Well, they don't go to the mall. They don't go to JCPenney. Although, Penn. it reminds me, uh, once again, Jim, you got a barbell of Home Depot, one of the best names in the S&P today, and TJX, the worst. Yeah, I think TJX, you want to buy TJX uh, after some guys lower the price targets tomorrow. Uh, look, there's a lot of profit-taking. Estee Lauder was an amazing, amazing quarter, and some guys coming in right now. Estee Lauder, by the way, used to be 30% American. They've cut that down to 13 because America is not as good a market as China. They, they break through numbers in Israel, break through numbers in Russia. Uh, 13%. Insta, in, insta, insta, it, North yes. America, 13%. Because they knew. They knew. Insta, Insta, and Insta. Fabrizio Freire, the CEO, spends a lot of time with young influencers in China actually talking to young people to see what they want, because that is a great growth market. Imagine sitting down with youngsters talking about how to look better. Yeah, I think that's, that's a smart you, thing to do smart? if you're leading they a business. They love Tom Ford, by the way. The Tom Ford, but remember, Tom Ford's also kind of scatological. I don't know if you've seen how Tom Ford goes out on a limb. I haven't. <sighs> Jim, Netflix has only been below 300 a handful of times uh, this year, but it's a dollar and a half away. You think this is a pressure from the pricing on Apple, we think, reports yeah. indicate $9.99 a month going live in November. It'd be more expensive than uh, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Six ninety nine, yeah. or, or even, yeah, then obviously the three services as well that Disney's going to offer at a discounted price of almost 30% to the to the list. I, you know, what I come back to is just how much money, I, I don't know if the $6 billion number is correct or not, but regardless, how much money is being spent on content by all of these companies? And, and you know, Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, know. Uh, and, and you know who reacted? the Viacom-CBS combination, which is going to have to increase uh, spending for the rest about his contract? Actually, yeah. well, you got to hand it million? to him. He did well, and I know him. Uh, the sums of money that are paid to CEOs and upper management in the entertainment media business is stunning. You sound like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> well, uh, in that case, in this case, she'd be right, don't you think? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, you know I'm neutral in you know, politics. It makes your contract look like nothing, my friend. <laughs> Zippity dippity doodah. That's what you got versus the bosses. I was going to okay? talk about. I was going to talk about how good Roku is, but now the I'm the CFO at a media company you don't even know makes multiples of what you do. Do you think I'm happy about that? You, you shouldn't you be. You think I You're think a lot that's more right? valuable. You think I think that's right? No, it's not right. But you know what? I, I don't know, right or wrong. What am I, Trotsky? Philippe Demon. Philippe Demon, a man who, you could argue, Hey, Ron, John, Ron Johnson was on yesterday. How did he do? Hundreds of millions of dollars. Okay, so I don't make millions. as much money. I should make more money. I'm going to call my agent right here. I'm going to call my agent right now. <laughs> I have him on speed, though. 
This, it is outrageous. Um, and so, yes, Viacom is going to pay their CEO well. Mr. Backish, Ionello is staying on. His that was his year. He'll get his $70 million when he leaves Ionello, which could be fairly soon. We'll see. I can't take it. And uh, you and I sit here. I mean, and I make fractions of what you do. So I'm a, think I'm, how I feel. I'm a loser. I'm not what I appear to be. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Backish is going to make 55% more this coming year than he made last year. And I saw one table that puts him now, he will be in the top 20 or so paid S&P oh CEOs. Well, and when you look at the list, of course, you huh? will see oftentimes media CEOs amongst the top. Uh, well, Dave does Zaslav he, certainly is there. Does Backish uh, like his helmet? Will he wear his helmet? And by the way, our companies, you know, yeah, say again. His helmet. That's a reference to Antonio Brown. You're not oh, calling me Antonio yes, Brown? Yes, I am, actually. That I'm aware of. I, I, well, I'm appalled at how little I make. I am appalled. And you work a lot. I work my ass off. I, mean, work. I was up at 3.30 this morning you working. Work harder than pretty much I was working at 3.30. I, I was, re- I was reading again how bad the uh, how bad the Canopy Growth Conference call was. At 3.30 in the morning. You read the J.C. Penny call. Yes, Who I sure did. call? Why? Well, then, Why would the you dollar, because it's the in the dollar store. Because the bad guys wake up at 5.30. That's Jim right. I get up earlier than the bad guys, but I am underpaid versus the bad. CFOs make more money than I do? Oh, my God. How is that possible? I'm going to go through the process. Pencil people? We're going to go through the proxies, and I'm going to show you how much the yes, how much the top employees at many of these media companies make. Thank heaven, it's my wife doesn't you work, happy. doesn't yeah. watch. You're going to love it, guys. Jeez. We're um, 50 points or so once again from uh, 26,000, and eight points above 2,900. Let's get to Bob Basani. Hey, Bob. Hello, Carl. Uh, happy Tuesday, everybody. Yields down, stocks down. I don't know when we're going to break this pattern, but it's been happening with a dulling regularity over the last couple of weeks. And it usually when the yields are down, cyclicals tend to be on the weak side. That's what's happening. Your banks are down, semiconductors, transports. This is a really regular pattern. We're seeing energy, materials all a little bit on the weak side. Uh, we've had a nice rally, though. Since the bottom, what was it, last Thursday, the Dow, we p- pointed out yesterday, Dow moved this was the bottom on Thursday. That's 800 points or so for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Nice move uh, that we've had overall. Uh, and what's it based on? <laughs> you know, frankly, it's just based on a lot of hope. So at least as far as I can see, you can see this, the, what, what we've been getting here. The hope for stimulus from Germany. The hope for more stimulus from, from China. The hope of this endless U.S.-China trade agreement eventually materializing in some form or another. And most importantly, short term, the hopes that the Fed is going to send very dovish signals at Jackson Hole, which, by the way, is an academic conference, not designed for people to stand on the driveway and tell everybody, oh, don't worry, folks, we're going we're gonna to be whatever you want. We'll be as loose as we have to be. So it seems like expectations are very high, short term, particularly for Jackson Hole. Markets have been up recently, so it seems to me risk is a little more to the downside that we could be disappointed. Uh, at Jackson Hole and what's going on over there. In the meantime, we've had this cyclical rally that's been going on in the last few days as the yields have come up a little bit here. So energy stocks, financials, technologies, industrials, materials. Here's all your cyclical group. This is since the bottom on Thursday. I'm talking really short term here. They've all had the rally. So what overall has been going on elsewhere? I think it's important just to take a look at some of the retail numbers. I know Jim's been talking about this recently, uh, but we've seen Home Depot, Kohl's, TJX. The good news is they've all affirmed their full year guidance, and that's the single most important metric. Kohl's comps missed TJX's numbers. Uh, their comps and sales missed on this particular quarter. But I want to point out the power of buybacks once again. I concentrate a lot on this because it really does make a difference. Kohl's is one of the big buyback monsters of all time. So if you look at their numbers here, they, they had $1.55. The consensus was $1.53. And you say, well, that's great. They beat by two cents. But in fact, because they've been such active uh, share buyback 
uh, companies. They, two cents of this was because they were buying back stock aggressively. So actually, if you discount that, they're, they're in line. Now, does this make this less valid because it's a buyback? No. But if you're interested in really growing your earnings by actually sales and business improving rather than financial engineering, it does matter. Kohl's is one of the great buyback monsters of all time. If you take a look in the last eight or nine years, and I tend to go back to 2010 because that's when the buybacks really started exploding, 2010 and 2011. So you look here, they had over 300 million shares outstanding in 2010. And look what they're down to here. They've about half of that. They've got about 160 million. That's a reduction in the share count of 47% in nine years. What does that mean? It means that all of the things being equal, all of the numbers being equal, their earnings are 47% better than they were in 2010 just because of the buybacks. Forget about whether they actually had any sales increases or did anything to overall improve their business. And again, it doesn't mean it's not valid. Of course, the numbers are valid. Share buybacks are perfectly valid. But for people who are more interested in trying to figure out ways to improve sales and business and things like that, those kinds of metrics do matter. Some people call this financial engineering. You can call it whatever you want. It's a very, very important part of Kohl's, as well as many other companies' earnings picture today. Guys, back to you. Thank you, uh, Bob Pisani. Let's get to the bond pits as well. Rick Santelli at the CME in Chicago. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Carl. You know, yesterday's bounce in yields, not only here but globally, was very significant after last week's Wednesday's and Thursday's global drop. But it was very short-lived. And that's making traders a bit apprehensive showing up in stocks. Look at a one-week of 10s. Now, here's what's interesting. If you look at last week, we had an intraday low of 147. But the low close for this cycle is 153. And here we sit, just a basis point or two above that. If you look at a two-day of 30s, similar. You know, last week they had an intraday low of 191. They had their low close forever in a day at 197. Here we sit at 203. And maybe more symbolically, yesterday's failure to close above what had been for many years the all-time low yield close of 210. After getting above an intraday, a big disappointment from a technical standpoint. Boons also back into the minus 70s. Look at one week of Boons. Everybody moves together. The only thing that separates us is scale. If you look at a one week of the dollar index, though, it continues its staircase higher, albeit it's compressing a bit. We keep striving to take out the 27-month high that's right around 98 and a half. And it's not far away, but it has been not far away for many sessions. So it's starting to consolidate, but at the very upper end of a 27-month range. And finally, everything going on with trade, although we haven't had any tweets lately. Look at the dollar versus the yuan. Here we are again, getting very close to all-time, well, not all-time, going back to 2007 levels that we haven't seen with regard to seven. And we want to pay very close attention to this move. Carl, David, Jim, back to you. All right, Rick, thank you very much. Good stuff, Rick Santelli. Meantime, the chairman of the FTC speaking out about Facebook. Joseph uh, Simon's telling the FT that the company's plan to merge WhatsApp, Messenger, and Instagram could hamper any plans to break up the social media giant. He told the paper, quote, if they're maintaining separate business structures and infrastructure, it's much easier to have a divestiture in that circumstance than in where they're completely enmeshed and all the eggs are scrambled. This comes as the journal's reporting a group of states are preparing to move forward with a joint antitrust investigation of big tech. This uh, FTC share has been making some comments with increasing frequency. Yeah, look, I think that when I read the state's attorney general, I mean, they're just tag-alongs, but the FTC has gotten so aggressive. It's hard to believe that 
I don't agency has just come to the fore. They're just everywhere, and they're tough. Yeah, I mean, we got to. There's a, the long-term nature of these investigations can't be emphasized enough. I know. And so it's you wonder what the discount will be on the share prices short term, if any. Yeah, I, based I mean, on an outcome you're, uh, that's uncertain yeah, and right. that is a long way away. Right. right. But I'm, could result if it were you know fines, a, fines split up of the companies. Eh, okay, and then fines. some would argue, well, that actually would be S-O-T-P. beneficial. The SOTP as a, as a shareholder. I think right? Alphabet's a great company. Some of the parts, Sometimes S-O-T-P. I wonder whether you know Waymo needs to be there. Split up Waymo. The, look, the curve may be inverting soon. We're back to that non that that thinking and. Down almost 100. Uh, When we come back, uh, Hong Kong and trade tensions between China and the U.S. Uh, Kyle Bass of Heyman Capital will offer his perspective on those issues as the Secretary of State made comments on Squawk earlier today. We're back in a moment. As Jim said on Twitter a moment ago, uh, yield curve jitters uh, rising again. That's uh, reason breadth is no good. Dow's only down 100 points, though. We're back in a minute. It's time for Jim and Stuff Trading. Four months ago, Medtronic had a conference call. And people felt that Omar Israq did not do that good a job, MDT. Uh, I felt that, holy cow, this company, anytime you rule it out, it's a very big mistake. They have a lot of good medical devices. And the devices, by the way, have been much stronger than the pharma stocks. Look at this. And uh, Omar is just terrific. He's very soft-spoken. He does a great job. They have a lot of new products. Uh, it is going higher. Secular growth story in an yes, aging country. Is. Yeah, no exactly. It's heart valve. Not unlike uh, Edwards Life Sciences, where you don't have to crack the chest. You, know, you, can, you don't have to crack it open. Boom. Medtronic has some great devices. Really great. What about the show tonight? I have a stock that uh, many people don't understand what it does, but they buy it anyway. And it follows you all over the Internet. And it says, I'm going to tell you that you're a badass coder. That's the, that's the hint. Don't that's, put up, don't do badass coder in your, don't Google three. it. Because it's three. Gonna, uh, what, cursing? That's, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's their, that's their signature statement. I want, if you type in badass coder in Four. Google, you're going to, they're going to follow you, you everywhere. Like cursing left and right? I don't mind. I mean, I like I'm it. I'm sorry. It's real. I don't think Cole should be down that much. And I don't think ass should be a curse word. I, I'm just telling you that, that the company uses that name in its... You'll be followed forever by them if you type that, that in. Got it. Okay. We'll see you tonight. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 6 p.m. Mad Money. Don't miss it. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive... AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.